episode of the Phantom Zone. Uh, we're going to be trying something a little bit new this time, where we're going to have a rotating cast of anchors. And guess what, mother... It's me this time. <laughs> so, I'm Eric Fedorchek, and with me tonight are... Arlen Haro. Okay, I'll go. Connor's here. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I we were just doing our names, yeah. Oh. Uh, I'm Luke Gonzalez. I guess... I don't know where we're going to start with, but we're kind of being four horsemen of the apocalypse. I'll start yeah, by yeah. saying that making Eric the anchor is kind of like giving John Waters like first dibs on something. It's like, what are you going to do? Let's be gross. <laughs> no. To be fair, nobody was volunteering. Nobody yeah. was like, I, I, I believe I said I'll jump on the grenade this first time. So and mm-hmm. if I'm like John Waters, then you're going to be my divine. And I have a dog that just took a dump, motherfucker. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so the first order of business this evening is uh, something that Arlen, <laughs> something that uh, Arlen shared with us or with the group chat, and the first story is going to be about Karen Kusama is going to be directing a Dracula film for Bloomhouse, and the other half is James Wan is going to be doing producing a Universal monster movie for. Uh, for well for universal um yeah yeah, uh, it's karen kusama i am very excited about the fact that she's going to be directing dracula i hadn't realized that part before and Mm -hmm. her her directing the invitation makes me nothing but excited to see this yeah yeah Yeah. um go ahead i was uh well my first thought when when i read that was like the tension is going to be off the walls in this dracula movie like there's I would imagine there's going to be a lot of buildup because that's what she's very good at. And it's going to be kind of um, uh, more of a mystery thriller than some of the other Draculas where you're not sure if he actually is Dracula. And that's that's a take I can get behind where you're sort of, you know, you're told by the movie to not think that he is a vampire, um, which could be interesting. Or she could just uh, go her entirely own way with it. Um, and just completely surprise us. Do something very traditional. I just think um, it's amusing that the, the Dark Universe just won't fucking die in whatever form it takes. Well, I think it has died. I think it's like evolving slowly into something completely it, okay, different. Okay, it fakes its death and then gets a new identity from like the fucking witness protection or something like that. Like it just, it, uh, we're like, oh, yeah. it's dead. And then Universal a few years later is like, ah, look, this is a new thing. Well, yeah. it's, it's the one of the what it's is it basically now the only franchise it owns that's profitable? Fast well, and Furious is the only one, but um, yeah, Fast well, and Furious is Universal's big mm-hmm. that's their big one. Um, well, I also think it's yeah. that uh, Universal is never coming out and saying this, these movies are all connected ever again, like, unless no, unless they have <laughs> multiple, they're successes. not gonna lead with that. Um, yeah. that's certainly yeah. not. They're not going to leave that and then, like and, then and then take a group shot with a bunch of actors that haven't done anything yet. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunate yeah. planning on their part. I do want to say, like, the reason this is, like, kind of thing is in the group chat, I was kind of like, do we really need this? I'm kind mm-hmm. of... And I did say... Uh, I did actually... Just before this, I'm a half hour into the first episode of the Netflix Dracula, and I really like it. Yeah. But I... The thing is, like, do we need more of the traditional Dracula? Like, do we need to see Transylvania and him going to England? Well, 
I'm like, so here's my problem with really good. Yeah, yeah, I think it. I think it really uh, depends on who's presenting the story to us. Yeah, and I, if they present it in a way that's well done, then yes, give it to yeah. me. It's the yeah. same question for me as like, do we need another Romeo and Juliet? Well, and my answer not, would be no. I, I would say, <laughs> tell me who's directing it and I, tell me who's in it. Exactly. Like, I would say, Boz Lerman. <laughs> yes. It, to me, it's like, if it's strictly the traditional retelling and I put Romeo and Juliet in this, I don't need it. If it's a re, if it's a new take on any of the Universal monsters, but specifically to me, I think the Mummy is the one where I think there's almost no way to really do that movie anymore, unless you're doing like a hokey what they did with Brendan Fraser. Well, because it's just like an idea that doesn't like there isn't the interest in ancient Egypt that there was, unless you take it to another place. There doesn't. Go ahead, Arlen. Go ahead. I don't disagree completely but i think that that misses the point of why invisible man worked and what it actually did um and i think that as long as you can find the equivalent in this story and you can modernize it and take what works and apply it to a modern context as long as they can do that i think it will be fine and i agree with you exactly there like that's why i think of all of them i think or of the universal monsters, like what I would like to see is someone take kind of the original essence of why the people created those characters. So like Frankenstein, the fear of surgery and science and apply that to modern day. Like, can we have a Frankenstein where a doctor is trying to 3d print an entire human body Mm -hmm. and see if that makes a well, sure. Something to that effect. And I, I don't think it's a coincidence that James Wan the person who is the most connected to Lee Wanell in their entire careers, their careers are in, in, inextricably linked to yeah. each other, that he's one of the first people that they announce is getting his own movie. And then Karen Kusama, who is in the same kind of genre box in her own way, um, is the other person that gets announced. To me, mm-hmm. that says, we had these pitches already. These pitches were going in a very Invisible Man way and that they probably had other pitches from other people that were going to go a different way if invisible oh. man had tanked you and mean um, like uh, that that monster mash movie that no uh, one wants to say what it's going to but, be but i do sure. want to say of all those characters i think invisible man is the easiest to modernize because sure. all you have to do is like it's an invisible guy and now this time like that's why we've had well, yeah. Hollow well, Man and the and, and, well, yeah, one. but yeah, but the sure. new Arlen, you've seen it. I haven't yet, but the new Invisible Man takes the idea of the Invisible Man, but does mm-hmm. some interesting things with it from everything yeah. I've read about it. And it that's that's yeah. where it's contemporizing like the Universal monsters and making them interesting. Mm-hmm. And where I think even something as much as the dreaded Mummy could work. Right, and it's a natural <laughs> extrapolation. I don't want to go too far into it, but. If you look at the original Visible Man, it's playing on the sort of, um, you know, absolute power corrupts absolutely type of mm-hmm. thing. And this is, well, what's the modern version of power like that corrupting absolutely? Well, if the mo- thing that's going to pop up for most people is people who are super rich using their their technology for bad Ill, or, or ill things or things that do not do uh, serve the common good. And, well, what's a current issue that is very well um uh not popularized um that is uh 
that has a lot of attention. Um, mm. And it, it, I would say that uh, violence against women is one of those issues. Damn, and they I connected those two things. I couldn't um, get it in a time. I was going to say my, my horrible concern for the health of Harvey Weinstein. Uh, <laughs> sure. Yes. Um, yeah, so die in prison, it, you fat piece of shit. <laughs> Although what's funny is the to, person, the star of that movie, is an occult that abuses women all the time. Well, yes, that's another topic yeah. that we will not be yeah. going into right now. But no. they connected it to a modern issue with modern power that goes wrong, an issue that we assume people in those positions have. We assume that a lot of those guys are probably kind of weird <laughs> and that they might have I, issues with their significant others um and they're me, playing on that and they're the problem the problem the is with dracula is like of the other besides the mummy which the only idea i had for the mummy like if you modernize it would be like they find some sort of dna and they try to replicate it and then you get like a quote-unquote mummy like they try to make a person out of it but like I, yeah sure i mean here's the thing. i mummy, think the wolfman is also easy because that was like alcoholism so you can kind of translate that right. to like, like well, drug yeah. addiction or something like it's very it's very the wolfman is another one where you're right it is clear like you take into account the fact that the original wolfman he's played by lon cheney jr who's noted alcoholic who mm -hmm. was dealing with his own alcoholism and you just make that text instead of having it be subtext and yeah Obvi that's how and i think dracula that's easy it's just what version do you want to do what sort yeah. of modern issues do you want to deal with i do I mean, agree the could... mummy is fraught that, that, that's a fraught one with dracula it could be you could kind of go into how it's difficult to be him in a fucking modern day setting with all this surveillance and fucking sure. See, monitoring i, well, shit. I think it's the opposite i would think it'd be even easier with dating apps and everything and well, that would but, be my fear is that we'd get like a shitty app horror movie. And, right. But see, that's the thing. I could see them going more with a fear of foreign and uh, hyphens er on uh, mm -hmm. on Dracula and using that as a staging point where it's where they could yeah. use the fear of what's foreign or a foreigner as mm -hmm. as the main thrust behind Dracula. You know what story. would be interesting with that idea is if it's not if it takes place in a non-Western uh, country, but it's a Westerner, quote yeah. unquote, that is Dracula. Like, yeah, that, that would be that would be something like a Dracula I, yeah. in China or in Korea or Japan. Yeah, not possible. So not the not that this would be a bad idea, but I think one of the problems that they'll have is they're doing modern day Dracula if that's what they're going for, and they're not doing period piece. Is that we've had a lot of figures in recent history who are basically real life yeah. Dracula. He just doesn't have Dracula powers, but we have those types of people and yeah, general buck could, naked. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or, uh, you know, or Manson or, you know, so on and so forth. The, uh, the Nexium guy. Um, yeah. so you have those people and you could either lean into that heavy and make Dracula a cult leader who just happens to be a vampire um, that actually works, I think, for me. If but you do it interestingly. Yeah, I don't and, want that. Yeah, I don't really want that necessarily either. Um, See, and I, because, don't, I don't love a period piece either because I've Well, seen I'm not it. saying a period piece. Yeah. Though, well, I just, so, I don't, go ahead, yeah. go ahead, Arlen, sorry. Well, so you've seen the, the Moffat Dracula, the Netflix Dracula. What they're doing in that is they're doing a period piece, but 
for me, the most interesting part is the fact that he's turning humans against each other without having to do anything. His presence is causing people to turn rabid. I don't know if that's as much in the first episode, but it is in the second episode. And I would say, like, yeah, it's really interesting, but that just came out, so... Yeah, and and that's an interesting idea. So if you have an idea like that, and you do set it in that period where it's a different take, but it's, it's... it's um, based in things that are there already. You're just extrapolating something out because that's all they were doing. They're, my, Dracula and vampires in general have always been seductive. What made them yeah. dangerous is that you fell for them, that you well, yeah. let them into your life, into your existence, and that you you basically handed them the key. That's what made them scary, even before Dracula, where it was oh, 100%. You know, the fear of it came from corpses reanimating but they would be your family and you would let them in and well then they would feed vampires and, yes but i think to go back to like how we're, i was saying like the original concepts like that the writer so it's Anne mm-hmm. rice right that made dracula no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm, I'm lying I, i'm fucking with you but um no no like the original idea is uh like it, it's yeah. the foreigner who seduces the young virgin women. right yeah and yes. like how would you play with that in a more modern tale would mm-hmm. be interesting um yeah. Yeah. and i i just like i like there are good period we have a ton of period piece dracula movies and we have a ton of bad ones and we have a ton of good ones and then and i'm not but and i'm not don't... disagreeing with you with the idea that we might have had enough of them but if they have an interesting take i think it's worth it exactly um, um, but I think I think that's enough about the goddamn Draculas. Uh, we should talk a little bit about the James Wan thing that's going yes. on here, which mm-hmm. which part of me is is excited because it's James Wan being involved. Mm-hmm. But but saying a Frankenstein inspired story and going to be kind yeah. of Disturbia esque. I well, he yeah, did make the, a Swamp Thing a, show, wait, which is on. kind he's of Frankenstein-y. A, he's a living human being who works in Hollywood who referenced Disturbia? Uh, <laughs> no, sources say the story takes its cues from Universal's classic monster legacy and shines it through a modern prism with shades of Disturbia. <laughs> no, I can see how that works. I can't, remember, <laughs> I can't remember what the ending of Disturbia is, but isn't it like he's like doing experiments in his garage or something? He's no, like, I think he's just killing people. Well, he's yeah, like a Serbia, just what do you call it? Uh, it's just rear window. Yeah, but he's um, what is it? He's a process killer, not a process killer, a product killer, product killer. Yeah, I think he. My, I barely remember that film, but like he's like doing stuff to people's bodies after he's done with them. So I can see where the Disturbia. If it's a Frankenstein, that would in. work. Yeah, if he's seeing bodies go in, and then mm-hmm. like if somebody is seeing, like that would be an interesting take to see, like an outside perspective of the, and to make the true monster, the doctor. Right. And not the monster itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't go through the story thinking that you're following the hero. You just know he's the, he's not the hero the whole time. And that's, hmm. that, that could be interesting. I, I trust James Wan enough that I'm willing to go for it for now until I, until I hear bad things or more details. Well, um, the, the only thing that concerns me is anytime I hear that, Oh, and this director that you like is producing. There's a, I don't even want to say 50-50. I'd say it's more a 75-25% chance that it could end up being hot dog shit. 
Yeah, Fair. I think it's just getting a stamp of the name because he has the right. universal Fast and Furious connection. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and this is more an assumption on my part. I assume that the reason why it only says producing and developing at this moment is because he can't sign on officially. But did you hear from somewhere else that maybe it's for sure that he's not going to be directing at some point? No, or... I didn't. I didn't see anything else about it other than well, he, he's also article. suddenly very busy in the last like five mm-hmm. years or so. Like, right. He's in, well, yeah. and he's already producing a Mortal Kombat movie. So he mm-hmm. probably well, showing you so much. And he has Aquaman 2. Right. Well, actually, it even says in this article that uh, he'll be producing with his robot monster banner, but he won't be directing the pick. Okay. Yeah, yeah that is. Yeah. So for me, I have to hear who the director is. I, I guess at this point. Um, but if he's, I, I'm willing to go along with it because he hasn't. Personally, for me, he hasn't produced or in anything at this point where I'm like, that was awful, with the exception of like the first Annabelle movie, <laughs> where I know he was supposed to have actually had a hand in that, but like Dead Silence. <laughs> but the nun is like uh that that's a producer because he created the character credit, is my understanding. Um that I didn't like I didn't like Hannibal 2 as much. I know you didn't hate it, but I, I, I thought that movie broke its own rules too many times. Oh, I, but thought, it was, Annab- I thought the second Annabelle was great. I really enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, it was scary, though. But that's the thing. Like, I can ignore a lot of stuff if it's scary. But, yeah. you know, I, just, I get bothered by certain his, things. IMDb is like so filled. It's ridiculous. But yeah, I just saw something on here that I didn't know he was connected to. Which is they're yeah. making a Dylan Dog TV show that he's producing? Oh Jesus huh. Christ! Huh. Wait, the yeah, fucking the, the, the thing comic Brandon that, Routh was in. Yeah, that Brandon Routh did that movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the the Italian comic that, that basically a... went over like a wet fart. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's a choice. That's yeah. a, he's that's a doing real choice. The Tommy Knockers as a producer. Yes, yes, that was announced. Which I I'm I'm into that. We'll see. I mean, yeah. you never know. Yeah. Um, but Annabelle three, Annabelle three, I really loved. Um, I saw that movie twice. Ah, uh, Annabelle, the, the next Ouija movies that get inexplainably better the longer they go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and actually, yeah, Ouija two was actually quite good too, if I remember correctly, because the first yeah. one. Was, and then I think yeah, what is, uh, it, is it? Hot trash. Is, is it Origins of Evil? That's the one that's like you're like, where did this yeah. come from? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't. Did, uh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, because Jason Blum came to him and was like, do you want to do anything with this, Mike? And Mike was like, I'll take the name and nothing else. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and, and then he did that. And I then he made nothing his... to do with the previous piece of shit. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah. Yeah. He's so also a producer I... on MacGyver, James Wong. Yeah, just, so, he, apparently he directed the pilot. <laughs> he did. He directed all three pilots that they did on that show. Because... Yeah, didn't that show they just had, fall on its fucking face too? That show is still on. Sixty-eight what? episodes. Yeah, that show still exists. How is <laughs> MacGyver still going in twenty twenty? Because it's on CBS, the network for old oh, people. Yeah, that's, uh-huh. yeah. People that are older than me watch that channel. So. I remember this. Yeah, yeah all the right. people dying of Corona. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, speaking <laughs> of, um, so hey, so uh, god damn it, Lou! Every time you have a good segue, you point it out. <laughs> Um, that's the bit so, hey um 
was anyone excited about anything coming out in the next two years? Were you excited about existence? I know I had tickets to go see, uh, uh, what do you call it? The comedian Wong. Uh, shit, I just lost her first name. Allie uh, Wong. Oh, Allie, Allie Wong? Wong. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, and all her shows got canceled. Uh, I will say this, just to get out of the way. Uh, the idea of WrestleMania being canceled gives me some kind of sadistic joy. So oh. that's the positive of getting oh. out of this. <laughs> Wait, did they officially cancel it? No, but like it went from WrestleMania will happen regardless to like the next day was a form of WrestleMania will still happen. I'm like, yeah, because it's probably a bad idea to hold that size of an event for seven hours. I would hope, I would hope that the people who would pay to go to WrestleMania might be like, "Eh, I don't want to get sick. Mm -hmm. No, they're the type of people who believe it's not real. uh, Uh, Well, yeah, (laughs) because that's the thing. That's, that's uh, what they generally yeah, do. We're dealing with wrestling fans. I get mm-hmm. that, but Which, still. I mean, here's the thing. It's a company run by a man who uh, takes burritos apart after he gets them and uh, covers them in ketchup. So what do we expect? What do we really anticipate and By ketchup, here? you mean a shit ton of steroids. Yes. Uh, well, uh, after the ketchup. The ketchup... Uh, makes it well, go he, down. He, he injects the steroids into the bottom of the ketchup bottle. Have you, and then have you he heard? It on his burrito. Have you motherfuckers heard the way this guy eats candy? He does. No, he's like this with everything. <laughs> By the fistful without a <laughs> No, he has no. His own... He is a vicious germaphobe, just like Trump. So he. Mm-hmm. And this rule applies to everybody. You're not allowed. You're not. You have to eat candy from a bowl the same way Vince McMahon eats candy from a bowl, which is one hand is not to touch the bowl or the candy. The other mm-hmm. hand gets the candy, transfers it to the other hand, and then you eat it. Yeah. Wouldn't it be yeah. smarter if you just got one of those things where it's in like a bowl and you have to turn a thing and it just shoots you candy? I mean, maybe <laughs> that probably <laughs> that would that would cost money, and he doesn't yeah. want to do that. Yeah. yeah that... They, they, but... no, these, these people cut pyro for budgetary reasons, okay? <sighs> Which I do. Anyway, the, the funny yeah. anyway. Yeah. Before, I, like, I think the funny part of it is that mm-hmm. like what. Uh, three of the biggest sporting things in the world have like suspended or canceled their seasons, which costing probably close yeah. to a trillion dollars, but he hasn't canceled his. No. Well, it's because like, and it's, it's because they're married to this idea of like, we don't have an off season, you know, we don't take time off and blah, 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 whatever. Like, like this is the same people who granted there was no actual show, but like still put on a two hour program. Like while the police were still gathering details about Chris Benoit killing his family to himself, or after a wrestler fell from the sky and yeah, they put on a, they carried on a pay per view after a man died in front of four thousand people. Oh, and not forget they also put on a pay per view in a country that was accused of a killing a reporter yeah. like days later. <laughs> I, yeah, well, I mean they're terrible assholes, so you know maybe it would be good if it thinned out the herd a little bit. Mm. Um, so looking through this list that uh, Arlen had shared with me, it's uh, an article from IndieWire.com about all the things that are canceled. So I'm sure if you go to that site, you can still find it. I just found the one that says all Apple TV Plus series in production have been temporarily suspended, which is pretty yeah. much everything they have, which makes me kind of wonder if this startup uh, production or the startup streaming service isn't going to do so hot if they have to have well, everything well, delayed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they gave. Uh, if you bought like a new Apple device, you got a year free, which oh, yeah, I think I know. is most people. I'm, so I'm enjoying it. Yes, yeah. but I, I'm not saying I'm not saying that any of the shows are that great though. Like my wife and I watched yeah. the first season of Servant, and we're kind of like, 
this is intriguing, but what the fuck is going on? Like, I don't think I've watched anything on it yet. It, it's I uh, varying varying qualities on it, and I get it. They're a startup, but mm. that's 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 neither, well, not startup. Jesus Christ, it's Apple, but that's right. really neither here nor there. Like, it I don't think it matters how powerful your company is. Like, if your entire production schedule is wiped off the map, like that's a huge blow to to any type of future subscriptions you would have. Well, I don't think that's that's not completely wrong. I so I listen to a lot of uh tech stuff and I listen to uh the Vergecast every week and they were actually talking about how Apple can actually kind of afford the loss for a year. That's why they're able to do that. Um huh. that for them it's not really about um getting money back from subscribers. It's more mm-hmm. about advertising mm-hmm. and getting people to buy an Apple TV, but also getting people to sign up for other services through them. So mm-hmm. people who somehow don't have Netflix or they don't have HBO now or so on and so forth and signing up through them and them getting a percentage Gee. the same way that they do with the app store, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really the business method for them. And that year of Apple TV Plus that they give away for free, the idea is that that will somehow translate into those other secondary subscriptions. Um, so it's all very complicated, and they're depending and assuming a lot. Um, but for them, I don't think that they see it as that big of a deal at this moment. Um, Especially starting. Like- yeah. Go ahead. I was just saying, especially because since everything is canceled, people are going to be sitting at home ordering yes. these streaming services to watch. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I get that, but I mean, it's also most of the time a new show, unless they really knock it out of the park with the first season, mm-hmm. it's it's middling at best. And, right. you know, it'll it'll have a hook that you're interested in, but now finding out that who knows how long productions are going to be delayed for, like... Sure. I would definitely watch a second season of uh, of of Servant, but who the fuck knows when it's going to be on? And I'm certainly not going to subscribe for another year yeah. to this service. And that, so, that's fair. Yeah. Um, you know, and I feel like I I mean, I watch a, a decent amount of of weekly whatever of various shows that are on streaming mm-hmm. services and. I feel like if the average Joe is like, wait, I'm not going to be able to see this for two years. Why would I keep the subscription? Sure. Yeah. That's, well, that's the, that's the yeah. problem like CBS has had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, CBS has had CBS has had a lot of problems. Yeah, I think we've already established the problem with CBS's. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I'm also just I'm seeing that uh Fargo, unfortunately, has had its production shut down with its um, up on fourth installment yeah. season. Yeah. Flash flat flash season six, which yes. is still in production, has now halted. And I think yeah. Supergirl is next, which means that the rest of those no, shows they, are yeah, probably they, also getting shut down. They already announced Supergirl, and they literally were on their, like, the last episode that they were. Yeah. They had three yeah. days, I think three days of shooting left. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, that'll be fun in a year from now when all those things come back. Uh, also seeing on FX is uh, <laughs> production on why the last man has been suspended for at least two years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's funny is that like in the in the comics chat, Ryan today was like flash production halted. I was like, the movie or the show? Um, and I was like, yeah, you know, like if, you're I, one, I, if you're one of our brothers, you like can't halt production if they ever start production, tap their heads. I was confused why I even put that. I was like, they they've done nothing with the movie. 
But, uh, I, I'm just I'm looking at what else. Oh, uh, Batwoman. Um, also, oh guys, I'm really sorry to break it to you, but Young Sheldon is also going to be suspended <laughs> production. Um, and like uh, I can't remember what theater chain was it Lowe's that said they're lim- they're cutting like the like the maximum theater size. Uh, yeah, AMC, I think it was AMC. Was it AMC? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where I got the article from. Well, um, well, I mean, AMC bought Lowe's years ago, so you're. Yeah, it's, that's what, it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that because I don't live on the East Coast. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I thought you were talking about the hardware store when you said Lowe's. <laughs> I, um, I seriously thought he was talking about the hardware store. For uh, just a second there. Yeah. Um, uh, it must be yeah. a Jersey thing. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's. I never thought that something as innocuous as as this i mean innocuous is downplaying it quite a bit <laughs> but still something like this would be able to knock out production so much when tons of other things have happened that are just like eh, keep going keep yeah. going well i it's, think as far as the, at least the america's concerned like mm-hmm. we're only dealing with it through the press saying like it's happening and internally it doesn't seem like anyone's doing anything about it so yeah. you have all these like american-based productions that are going on and we're probably planning on still going on and suddenly it's like Oh, we're a national emergency now. Yeah. yeah. Well, the problem, like, to not go too deep into, like, all that stuff is that they, everybody knew about this. They just should have done this months ago. Yeah. yeah. And they just didn't. And it basically, I, I wonder what was, like, the first big thing. I feel like it was the NBA that, like, yeah. started, was the first domino, which, well, that, have you guys that, seen the clip of that guy? Because he's an asshole. No, I'm, oh, I, don't, I don't follow the sports. So the one day he's like, they're asking him stuff. He's like, oh, ha, ha, ha. And he touches all the reporters' mics. Oh, and it's literally, no. he's the one that he's the one that tested positive the next night. 15 uh, minutes before the game, they're like, game's canceled. Everybody go home. Um, and his good. teammate also tested positive, And everyone that's played them in the last month is in self-quarantine. I hope that guy. I hope that guy got beaten with soaps full of uh, socks full of soap when he got back to the fucking locker room. (laughs) Like, well, the thing I think that's gonna make a lot of people realize what's actually happening is that Tom Hanks and uh, Rita Rita Wilson, Rita Wilson, (laughs) Rita Wilson have it. I know it's it sounds ridiculous, but I think there will be a lot of the yeah average person who'll see that and be like oh this is really serious then yeah yeah you like that guy uh from the 80s who was a uh, ronald reagan's friend who had eight um oh. i cannot remember his <laughs> yeah. name yeah i know exactly um, what you're talking about yeah yeah because i mean reagan reagan famously had laughed about things with aids and whatnot so yeah well, not just laughed movie. you can yeah. hear his press secretary making fun of a reporter for asking about aids i mean like What's going on with you? Is there some reason that you're asking about this? Some Jesus. reason that you're curious Jesus about AIDS? Christ. Nah, well, that was yeah. the eighties. Uh, yeah, yeah, that. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. That was only uh thirty something years ago. Uh, so yeah. Uh, yeah, you weren't even alive, were you? No, no, I wasn't. <laughs> I was. I don't, I don't even think I was a sperm yet. I'm pretty Eric sure Eric was already voting. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, dude, I'd, I'd, I've been <laughs> drinking for so long. Um, but yeah, I mean, basically what it comes down to is, like I said earlier, if if you're excited about something, you might want to hold off and check out some mm-hmm. things you haven't mm-hmm. seen before because well, yeah. this is wreaking yeah. havoc on everything. Yeah, and, yeah. And postponing all the films coming out. Yeah. One well, things I mean, that are done already. Also, fucking, that's the other thing. They're fucking, coming out yeah. next weekend. New well, Mutants. 
Yeah. Oh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that movie, movie has a fucking hex on it, or something like, <laughs> like Josh Boone, the director of that movie, must have been like, like after like the Disney buyout, and they were like, yeah, we're gonna release it. Like he's probably sitting down, like finally mm-hmm. after how many years? He's like, the world will see my movie, and like the fucking sky cracked open. Like yes, again, jackass. Right. Yeah. That movie what? was filmed when yeah. people liked Game of Thrones, and then it woke. <laughs> It's gonna yes. come out after everyone forgets. Yes. forgets. Yes, it will. Like it's it's bizarre because I have to imagine that this movie has been the reason we haven't seen other Josh Boone things. That might not yeah. be true, but it has uh, yeah. to be part of it. Like, I think that, there was, and there was yeah. there was bad rumors surrounding the filming of it with him. Sure. Yeah. Like, Which. Yeah, that must oh, be man, why the stand guy, hasn't gone yet. Like that guy better not have fucking Josh Trank himself. That was uh, a rumor for that there was similarities to uh, Trank. No. Um during the filming. Well, Although I heard it was not nearly as bad. Like he didn't destroy a fucking house. Well, the fucking Trank stuff was appalling when you heard about it. It's like you'd be yeah. a fucking adult. Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but well, yes. everyone was bad in that situation. Yeah. Speaking Nobody of, uh, reacted well though, at all. Uh, the, the only thing I've heard of that I'm actually like, okay, I can respect that decision is with A Quiet Place Part 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, John, uh, what is it? Krasinski. Krasinski. I wanted to make sure I pronounced it correctly. He's the one who basically said, like, yeah, we don't want to release this till everyone can see it in the theater together. Yeah. Like, oh, I cool. don't know. I don't know if that's him just trying to put a sugar coating on a pile of shit. Not the movie, but just the situation. I or think if he, well, he actually had some say in, like, no. Well, I don't he was, that was the first one to do it, right? Of the ones right. coming out, like, really that was the first that's the first big one. one. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, Bond, actually... Bond pushed back, but that was, like, way earlier. Bond pushed back, but that was, that felt like the Broccoli's, at the time at least, it felt like the Broccoli's were, like, um, that they were seeing something that nobody else was apparently because everybody kind of yeah. laughed at them just a little bit. Um, yeah. Like, really, is it that serious? Because I feel like was it Quiet Place, and then with like not even like eight hours, it was all the Disney stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, Fast and Furious got pushed back a year. And his, and yeah. and just to go back to Krasinski, him saying that about a Quiet Place Part Two, that makes a lot of sense if you mm-hmm. think about for a horror film. Quiet, yeah. it, well, not just that the reaction to a Quiet Place Part One. The theatrical mm. experience is a big part of what people talk about when they talk yep. about that movie. Yeah, more so than maybe than the movie itself. I remember my experience. Everybody was quiet in my theater. Uh, there was nobody talking. People were actively trying not to eat popcorn too loudly or drink drinks too much. <laughs> um, like it was a big part of the experience of that film. So I think him saying that makes complete sense, um, and that that might have been part of why it was you know held back he probably did have some part to play in that which um, if he if that is the truth then good i'm glad that the studio actually listened to him like because yeah. that uh, everything he pointed out on is exactly why that first movie worked so well in the theaters yeah yeah it is yeah. interesting i do think like the mulan thing is like an entirely interesting story in itself of like Right. All the things that happened with it. I'm surprised it took them this long because that's a movie straight up made for the rest of the world, specifically China. It's made, yeah, it's made for China. Let's be real. Yeah. And yeah. Why well, it, it took it's, them this long. Yeah. It, 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 is, it is interesting. I understand that, especially because of premieres. They do big, big premieres um, for their I stuff. Think they it invite had a lot of people. already, didn't it? 
but they do multiple premieres for this stuff. Yeah. And I I saw somewhere that they they moved back their LA premiere for that movie or something like that. Um but yeah, like they do they do uh, they do that big. They invite a lot of people, a lot of journalists. Um and that would just spread. And uh, an an article that I might put in the notes for this episode is um a a graph by Vox that basically explained why this is a good thing and it shows these two bell curves and the height of one of the bell curves is significantly lower if people are able to reduce their exposure to the outside world and to each other oh yeah and that's to yeah and to attend fewer bigger public events um it's all about yeah the the thing you say like flattening the curve is like mm-hmm. their the catcher so yes exactly um so all this makes sense and i'm and I'm glad that it's happening so but my entertainment quickly. Well, <laughs> yeah. well, the thing is, yeah. like, you'll get all your streaming stuff. Like, I bet, like, the numbers of like people streaming is going to skyrocket, probably. Um, and all people that are going to catch up on a lot of stuff. Oh, that's uh, my that, plan. Yeah. I'm gonna watch yeah. Blinders, some Dracula, The Boys. Mm-hmm. I ain't afraid no beer virus. Well, if if I was in charge of, let's say, like a movies anywhere or a Vudu. I would be the most evil asshole on earth because I would raise prices on everything by like a dollar or a dollar oh, fifty. Yeah. See, I would and go. I the... can. I, but if they go the opposite way, like they'll be making pennies on the dollar. Like it's they yeah. sell stuff super cheap on those on those sites. So, see, if I was Netflix or Hulu, I guess Disney, I would be like, oh, here's a free week. Yeah. Or yeah. To everybody. Just, yeah, or just you know reduce the price for like mm. three months by like yeah. two bucks. I can understand that streaming services, but I'm saying people selling actual digital movies like, yeah. oh, hey, you know, if you're going to be at home and you want to see this new movie, that's the other end of the I, coin if, or the other end of the spectrum. I could see them releasing stuff sooner digitally if they really wanted to get it mm, out there. Yeah, if I they see thought that. it was going to middling return in the theaters. The problem right. with playing with the prices is like there's so many issues right now with like people not having work. Speaking as one of those people that is going to yeah. be greatly affected by this. True. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to affect a lot of paychecks yeah, um, for a lot I, of people. I was listening to a show, and it was somebody who um, a podcast, and um, they were talking to someone who worked the like big events at South by Southwest, and mm-hmm. obviously that didn't happen. So she was like, "Yeah, it, we make three months worth of salary in that week, and yeah. now that's gone." Oh. And that's yeah, and that's in a big city. That's in Austin. So like, she's like, "Yeah, I basically yeah. have to like." like figure something out to get all this extra money and that's a lot of places yeah yeah, yeah. i won't go into the inner politics of what it's like to work in a mm. hospital right now um yeah like i know yeah. for me like down here like a, one of the local restaurants is like oh you can call in place an order and we'll put it in a bag outside for you to pick up <laughs> what? yeah 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 and that's how they're that. dealing with it and it's like that's actually a fucking great idea yeah I, like yeah stuff's happening people are yeah. adjusting in yeah. interesting ways. Yeah, and this is this is a constantly evolving story because yeah. we're not sure how long this is actually going to last. Like, mm-hmm. I think a lot of the studios are trying to be somewhat optimistic because most of the things that I'm seeing are right. like they're yeah. delayed for like a month or like mm-hmm. two months yeah. or like yeah. at our shortest three weeks. I was seeing because the problem yeah. is is that like, and it's not just us; it's like worldwide. Is that you can't like the percentage numbers are like completely 
bullshit because we don't know the raw data of how many people are infected. Well, especially because there yes. was like instances where people were getting on and off fucking boats without being tested, and then like one or two and later on would test positive. And yeah, we're like, could great, be we have no idea how many fucking people you coughed on, how many doorknobs yeah. you touched. Like, you can be, and they found asymptomatic people that have it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. A, a typhoid Mary type situation yeah. where there's people who are super carriers, I guess, for lack of a better term. Or you, or yeah. you can have a super mild case. Like, it, it varies mm-hmm. so much. It's basically, all this is, is like, everybody that's under, like, 65 is kind of fine, unless you have a jacked up immune system. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And then everybody else, it's like all those older people, like, that work in the city I live by um, mm-hmm. are the ones that are at risk. Yeah. I yeah. saw a dumb thing on Facebook today from someone, a soliciting medical advice off Facebook, which is weird. <laughs> um, and then I saw like, like, like a fucking debate was taken. This, I guess the question was about like, what do I do with my kids? And someone was like, expose them. It'll help them get a mutant. Oh, no. I was like, what the no. fuck is the matter with you? It's not the chicken pox. Like, yeah, no, I, that not, was actually yeah. covered on the because um, I listen every morning to like the ABC News thing. It's like 25 minutes. I just to get mm-hmm. like what's going on. And they did their own. They're like, oh, we did a podcast to dispel every rumor about coronavirus. Please download it. Wash your goddamn hands. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's yes. the main thing. Wash your goddamn hands. Wash your hands. Not, don't touch your face. I don't know how much I've said about my day job, <laughs> but with the with the things that I've seen, wash your goddamn <laughs> fucking hands. I wash work, your damn hands. I work, I work in schools. It doesn't right. matter. We, we <laughs> me and Lou have we have similar ish jobs that kind of overlap in some senses and i was maybe maybe it was a week ago i was working a four-day basketball tournament um and there were still people not washing their hands and we had signs up where i work have, telling have people guys, about the coronavirus have you guys seen that clip um, of like i can't remember what politician or whoever she was oh is that a cdc person the part yeah who's <laughs> like remember, wash your hands don't touch your face and then she licks her fingers and turns her page <laughs> there's there's two of them it's her doing that and then in New York, AOC is like saying the same thing and then pushes her hair out of her face. Oh, well, um, my wife <laughs> yeah. showed me a video. Um, I, I, I wasn't German prime minister. It was, it was somewhere in Europe and this, uh, this particular gentleman was trying to encourage people like, do not shake hands anymore. Do not shake hands anymore. We're just going to bump elbows, whatever the case might be. And first thing he does when he introduces the guy who's coming on next it, to the podium is to shake his hand. <laughs> Uh, there's actually it. a clip going on right now that uh, I can't remember who it is, um, but it was like a White House thing, and Trump goes to shake his hand, the guy puts out an elbow, awesome. and it's like, yeah, it's just like shaking hands is such like an ingrained thing in people, mm-hmm. and touching your face. Like I like one kid in the class was like, oh, I'm not gonna touch my face. I'm like, I'm gonna watch you. I'm gonna count the whole class how many times you touch your face. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would encourage all of you if you haven't seen it before to go watch Contagion. The uh, Steven Sonnenberg film. Oh no, it thanks. Is. I don't. I, those yeah. movies terrify me. I'm good. <laughs> I, it's it's eerie how uh, uh, similar it is to the situation mm-hmm. going on right now. My wife and I just watched it the other night. It's yeah. great. It's a great movie, but it's right. It's kind of terrifying and Same. and finding out about things like the R knots and things like that. So. Uh, see, I was I was reading some stuff about the stand, and I was like, ooh. And yeah. we're not at that point yet. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. I was, my wife did, which I think is funny because today was her last day at work for like a while she gets to work from home for a little bit and she printed out like the different songs that you can sing to do the timing yeah. for your hands yes which i have some of the lyrics now 
Well, uh, right? res, Raspberry Beret by uh, Prince. If you do that's chorus, the, that's yes. the top right. That's the one on the top right. There's Staying yeah. Alive, Africa, Landslide, Another One Bites the Dust, Mamma Mia, Toxic, No nope. Scrubs. Nope. Toxic is especially good. Toxic. Yes. Is, that's... <laughs> but uh, speaking of uh, of things that will kill old people there was an old person that died wow. recently wow um, yeah wow. Hey, hey man i don't have any fucking taste um well, okay. I, actually, I mean i, I suppose we did this yeah that was that was, that was a max <laughs> segue yeah but we can open, we can go. you open the door you open yeah. the door i just showed you the way through um unfortunately wow. the world max von Sydow recently and yes to be perfectly honest with you, everything I've seen him in, I've enjoyed, but he's mm-hmm. always been a, oh, hey, it's Max von Sydow. And that's the extent right. of, of things that I've well, said when I've been watching him. Because mm-hmm. he's been alive for 90, he was alive yeah. for 90 years. So, I mean, well, even, yeah, even, yeah. even in The Exorcist, like, don't get me wrong, he's great in it, but it's not his movie. It's I was about to say, you, should be, you better shut your mouth if you say the wrong thing here. No, um, it's, it's but no, you're right. Movie, it's a movie that is very much billed as if it is his movie, but it's really not his movie. It's, um, yeah. Yeah, it's What's the actor who played Kerrigan and uh, Blair. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the movies that people know him from are, it's it's like a one or two really big movies, and then it's a lot of small stuff. Um mm-hmm that he's he's always good in those roles but he's i don't think he's ever anybody's favorite um with no. a couple exceptions he's like um, great he's like the perfect addition to like everything he's in like he just adds sure. he added you know, flavor he, to it he's also one of those actors who at the point like we're all of us are starting to re- like recognize him in our lives like if he mm-hmm. shows up in something you're like oh this is speaking to its quality um right yeah well, he i mean Oh, when, so they couldn't get Christopher Plummer. They, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh... well, like when uh, when uh, uh, Bethesda first released the like sizzle reel or the sizzle trailer, whatever you want to call it, for uh, Skyrim, mm-hmm. and you all of a sudden hear the dulcet tones of Max von Sydow, you're like, this is going yeah. to be the greatest thing ever. And I mean, it ended up being great, but he yeah. once again he played a very small part in it. Yeah, like the, the, again, couple exceptions. Uh, he's really great in Minority Report. Um, yes, he's he is. Movie. I, yeah, that he works so well. He gives Tom Cruise is an actor who I consider to be a mirror. Uh, he's a mirror of whatever's in front of him. Max von Sydow is a great person for him to mirror off of, mm-hmm. um, and I think he he definitely amplifies him in that movie. And there are a couple of times where he pops up, but um, he popped up in of, um he popped up in Ridley Scott's Robin Hood for a brief yes he minute. did, and it's the yeah. like. You're like this movie cannot be saved by you, sir. <laughs> right. Oh, you think well, that's the only movie that he's in? Judge Dredd with Stallone, and I well, love it. He's, he's really good in that. Too. He's really he's, good at it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's not that he's ever been a bad actor in a film uh-huh. because he is inherent. He was inherently a good actor, but right. some of his choices, I guess, were questionable. Well, I mean, is, in regards to yeah. Robin Hood, if someone walks up and says, hey, you want to be in a Robin Hood movie directed by Ridley Scott? And if you say no, mm-hmm. that's your fault. Um, well, sure, and so. Max one side, I knew Robin Hood. So I'm sure he's like, oh, yeah, I have to remember. Yeah, but then he, plays a character who, <laughs> then he plays a character who dies because he can't lift up a sword. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's, too fucking, he's too fucking old. Also, yeah. that movie's really is fucking boring. Just like his character in, uh, <laughs> in Force Awakens. 
Exactly. Oh, well, no, he shows up to he shows up to look at the camera and go, "The prequels sucked," and then gets his head cut off with a lightsaber. Basically, yeah. essentially, yeah. Um, yeah. Like he's he, he pops up and he occasionally does a really good job, and occasionally he does he does a fine job. Like, but it is it is a, I would say it's a it's a big loss. For he a lot of elevates us. like yeah. everything yeah. he's in. Like one of yeah, the things I, I was looking through his IMDb, I didn't know he was the voice of Vigo in Ghostbusters. Yes, he was. Yeah. He was. yeah. Yep. And yeah. I think I think the ultimate job for him, because I believe it was his last major acting role, was replacing all of Kevin Spacey in the movie about <laughs> no, the okay. So this goes back to my joke. That was Christopher Plummer. Yeah, that was, was Christopher Plummer. Oh, it was Christopher <laughs> Plummer. Yes. God I thought it. you were doing a bit there, Eric. <laughs> no, god damn it. I, no, I that was Christopher Plummer, but that, that goes to my bit of like they did they did I think they went out for a lot of the same roles and it really well, was yeah. like give this one to give this one to Max he needs it. I heard yeah, that he until, wasn't working. Until Ian McKellen got of that age then he joined the the group. Ian you know, McKellen gets lead more though, I would say uh, than either I feel of like them. Ian McKellen is like approaching the same level of like being he just hasn't done as much of that. I, like, I so like... I think with without X-Men and without Lord of the Rings, I think he would be them. Like he yeah. would yeah. be that role. Yeah, there's that's there's, the kind of stuff he was doing before. Um, I don't certainly. think there's a single role you can say that Max von Sydow like will forever be remembered for. I mean, right. Exorcist, uh, yeah, Exorcist. but it wasn't that big. But that's the thing. Look at the look at the size of the part that Gandalf had. Ian Kellen had. Oh no, no, yeah. yeah. Comparing and them, I'm not. I'm just saying. What I, I was just making the joke of old, you know, like British. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yes, they will get offered. <laughs> those same parts like i'm sure if ian didn't exist he would have been in that movie with helen mirren where he plays a a huckster or something oh like i know what yeah. you're talking about yeah um yeah. like yeah they obviously either one of them could have been in that role and they might have been in that role 10 20 years ago um, yeah, i feel like he's like maybe maybe it's like he's the greatest character actor of all time kind of yeah one of the most prolific. Like, yeah, I was like, like, I forgot he was the three-eyed raven in Game of Thrones when it was good. Well, we yeah. all willingly forgot that. No, that's when that <laughs> show was good. Well, no, uh, he, that's in season six, which is the last good season yeah. of Game of Thrones. So, um, yeah. I did not know he was Ming the Merciless. Yeah. Uh, yes, he in was. Flash Gordon. I think yeah. that's um, the thing that most people know him from. I, if, I, uh, if I had to guess. Yeah, I would say Exorcist is one, and then maybe that's two. I think they know the image of him, but I don't, I think, like, things that people quote, um, I feel like it's him for the most part. Who um, are you hanging out with that quotes fucking Flash Gordon? Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, like, he was also in Dune, which is... Yes, he yeah. was, but once again, it was, he was a minor role in that. Yeah. Well, and same yeah. with like Conan the Barbarian, he's in that. Well, the and that's role. the thing. I think he's a big he's a big guy for depending on who you talk to. I think he, everybody's yeah. gonna have their own Max von Sydow favorites. Yes, me. King Osric is that. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. He's, well, that's that's why I'd like to uh, workshop my new podcast idea, which is Max von Sydow moments. Uh -huh. and each one will only be ten minutes long. I, here's the thing: you joke. But I will 100% do that. Oh, I, if you go to his IMDb, they actually have like a remembering Vince, like remembering him. And like you like, it's all the pictures. It's like, I was like, oh, it's like Seven Seal. It's uh, The Exorcist, Flash Gordon. 
And I was like, oh, that's right. He was God. in the greatest story ever told. He played Jesus. Yeah. I, was I totally seven... forgot he was in Seventh Seal. Jesus, I mean, yeah. it's his like yeah. third movie. Well, that's yeah. Seventh Seal is the okay. Seventh Seal is the movie he's iconic. For. That's yeah. the yeah. movie that made him who he is. Um, but I don't think most Americans who no. grown up now know know what that film is. No. Um, because only Eric was alive during that. Exactly. exactly. Only Eric was yeah. alive to watch it in theaters. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, like he really does have. He's one of those actors where everybody has their Max von Sydow. Yeah, I do. Like he's roles. in Never Say Never Again. Yeah, I don't remember he's in Dreamscape, that. which is Holy the Inception shit. prequel. It's canon. I <laughs> said it. It's canon. You can. That movie, well, it's funny the other side note with uh, Dreamscape is also that movie created the PG thirteen rating, if I remember correctly. It's one but of I them, thought yeah. it was I thought it was uh what do you call it? Uh, Red Dawn the, or Red Temple Dawn. of Doom. People always yeah. say Red Dawn or they say Temple of Doom because one, one caused Stevens. the other one. Yeah. It's yes. basically like one came out and someone was like, Well, this isn't PG and it's not R, but yeah. well I think and then it got a PG anyway, and then the, whatever one came out next was the one that got PG thirteen. Hmm. Yeah, I just I knew Dreamscape was around that time period, so maybe I'm incorrect. Um, also, it was uh, around he, that, yeah. he came back to reprise Vigo for the video game, and he has some of the best Great. dialogue in that fucking game. Because if you go walk up to him, he's the picture's just in the fucking Ghostbusters headquarters, like off to the side, like slanted off in a pile of garbage. <laughs> and he's you walk up to him, he's like, "I Vigo, blah blah blah," and then he's like, "Once I escape this." prison mm-hmm. um and he starts he like makes predictions about like the fucking oil crisis in 2001 uh like <laughs> the, the new iraq war like a bunch of weird social media predictions and stuff holy shit this i have to like add this photo on the remembering it's a photo from hannah and her sisters with him michael kane daniel stern oh damn oh my god and oh, the U star and, and uh hunter or hunter god damn it hunter Connor, yes, Hunter, who's not here. Uh, Connor, you were correct. It was Red Dawn was the first PG-13, and Dreamscape was the second. Yeah, I think it was Temple of Doom is the reason. Temple, Yeah, it's because Temple of Doom was violent, but no one in their right mind would ever want to give it a rated R rating. because I think it's for the heart rip scene and the monkey brain scene is why they were like, those two scenes. Um, The other big movie, which I've never seen because I wasn't, I don't like these type of movies, is um that's constantly on here is like the incredibly close and what's it called oh, well, extremely oh, loud yeah. and incredible the 9-11 thing oh you mean that's the uh, oscar bait film yeah. yeah but he's actually very good in that film um once again despite it being awful because he's a good actor <laughs> mm-hmm. well yes. I, I would actually go one step further to say he's exceptional in that yeah. movie um it's just a really, really not good movie. Which, like, um, it's like, remember, he a good actor in the lead, and then the next, the final 10 minutes, it's like, surprise, 9 yeah. 11. Well, well, he did a bunch of bad movies. Yeah. Like, I'm looking, he's in Rush Hour 3. He's in, uh, well, I guess he was in Shutter Island, which is a good movie. He is yeah. great. Shutter Island is, um, it's an interesting movie. I, I need to see it again. Um, yeah. Oh, but he I, was in Solomon Kane. Which I forgot to go <laughs> to this moment. <laughs> Solomon Kane, a movie I I pieced out on after ten minutes. Uh, uh, that movie's eleven yikes. years old. Oof. Yes, it is. Um, not 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 good from those ten minutes that I tried to watch. Um, yeah, I have but never yeah. bothered. Yeah, no. I, I was I, the oh God. What's his name? The Howard aspect of it had me interested. We've talked about this. He's 
the long lost ancestor of Conan. So I was like, okay, maybe this will yeah, be interesting. He's supposed to be like Conan's what, like great 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 grandson or something. Well, like thousands of years removed. Yeah. So it's yeah. like long, long, long descendant. Not that that matters because it oh, turns out just... like most of us uh, on this podcast right now may be able to draw our lineage back to Charlemagne. So whatever. It doesn't really matter all that much. Um, so, yeah. But yeah. he's in a lot of stuff. Diving Beyond the Butterfly, which is a movie I haven't seen, but it's one of those movies that gets talked about. In terms oh, of, like, Diving Beyond the Butterfly was, was phenomenal. I, I totally forgot he was even in that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That movie, he's in a lot of that stuff, yeah. That's totally works. worth your time to check out. Yes. Yeah, I've heard that. But yeah, uh, does anybody have anything else they wanted to add about on Cedow, Cedow? I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Any other uh, cleanup news stories that anybody has seen recently that they wanted to add? No, or? everything's canceled. Go home. Yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> to make sure we don't lose anything. Um, hmm. Let's see. Did anything get canceled while we were recording? Hmm. Uh, something. <laughs> it's, a real, it's a very honest question, actually. But, yeah, I know. It's a very um, real question. Oh, Scream hired new directors um, for a Wait. new Scream film. So, <sighs> yeah. Great. Um, no, they of, are they of any note, or are they? I, I, I just clicked on the article. Let's see. Um, Wait, did Bloodshot not get delayed? Is that coming no? Because it was already out. It was, wait, already, it already, it was wait, done. It, it already came out. <clears throat> yeah, it came it out is, last night. Lou, is, are you surprised that it came out and you you didn't hear about it? Like, <laughs> uh, no, and okay, yes so, at the same time. Okay. The guys who did Ready or Not will be bringing us a fifth screen film. Oh. Um, in canon, have we all seen Ready or Not? Or have yes, oh. and the end. The ending is gloriously insane. It's it's amazing. I, I love the ending of that film. Um, Eric, yeah. did you get a chance to see that? Film? Uh, no, but I I read enough <clears throat> about it that I know everything that happened. So. It's the visuals are fantastic. Yeah, their uh, yeah, their style is their style is very strong. They have a good understanding of of, of balancing gore and suspense and tension um, and comedy, which is the most important thing with Scream, I would argue. Um, mm -hmm. And and just balancing tone, um, and they're very good at casting. Um, so if they're starting from scratch with Scream that I, I would say they have a good shot of making something good. If they're trying to pick up what has been established from any of the previous films, I think they could also handle that. I don't that. remember what was what was Scream 4. I know I've seen them all. Uh, Scream a, 4 is... a um, loaded fucking cast, and wasn't the killer like a secret sibling? Wasn't it in Hollywood? I mean, do we want to go Campbell's spoilers on Scream 4 right now? Isn't it Ned Campbell's long-lost brother? I think it is. No, that's oh, that's three. Three oh, is her sake. brother. <laughs> three is the one in Hollywood. <clears throat> yes, four. Oh, I thought there was four. Four. They go back to the town, and the thing is that there's a new cast of the of the young kids because they're all old now. Um, because yeah, that's how that works. And the the twist of the movie, which is actually a really good twist if you watch it in context, is that um, Sydney's niece is the killer um but they set they're her fucked. up the, the whole time to be the new <laughs> um 
<laughs> yeah, I definitely never saw this because I guess it stars the, Why the girls from keep being related to her. It stars one of the girls from Pretty Little Liars. It's uh, yeah, it's the Skywalker clan of the of the first I don't disagree, but I blood is cursed. But I, I do think that I understand why you would say that. But at the same time, you gotta remember. Nobody at the time would assume that they would make her the villain. They would they assumed that she was just gonna be the new Sydney and that Sydney would maybe be the villain. Or how that did she they might get, get killed cast? off. How did they get this cast together? It's an insane cast. Well, I'm like so, looking at it, it's Anna Paquin, Kristen Bell. Okay, so Lou, I'm gonna have to spoil some more stuff for you unless you don't want it. Do you want I more don't, spoilers do you, on this movie? Do I give a shit about Scream 4? It's I don't know, thing, it's not it's kind of worth your time to uh, watch. Allison Brie and Hayden Pantieri and Emma Roberts are in this. Like, does anybody care about me spoiling the very beginning of this movie? No. I I know what you're talking okay. about. So it begins with them with the idea is that um they're they're making fun of how movies get sequels and sequels and sequels by having it be that there are like five hundred stab movies. And you oh. keep on seeing the beginning of another stab movie, and it opens up to another stab movie, and it keeps going out and out and out um, until so you get it's to a, the point. A nesting doll of stab movies. Uh huh. And it's it's pretty funny. I remember it being funny at least. It's been so so long since I saw it. Um, well, but, that makes sense because Scream. I don't remember Scream Three being kind of like tongue in cheek because it like, took place in Hollywood. Right, and they and they they keep that going in the fourth one, and I remember thinking, and part of it might have been Wes Craven's movie right before that. That's part of why I might have a happy memory of this one because that's the movie. Um, Is that after uh, My Soul to Take? Yes, my that's that's Ooh. the movie directly before, and My Soul to Take is bad. <laughs> my Soul to it's Take real bad. If is probably the worst slasher movie I've ever seen. Um, and is one of the worst theatrical experiences I've ever had in my life. I had a headache halfway through it, and I was like, this is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever sat through. And it's made by fucking Wes Craven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah. I can't remember bad. if it's that movie or I think it's The Ward. I don't know. It's the one, There was one that had Amber Heard. And, oh, The Ward uh, is John Carpenter. That's The Ward. Okay. Yeah, yeah that movie that, was, yeah, that movie was not very good either, but it did have your frozen waifu in it. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, yay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Daniel Pennebaker. Mm-hmm. Um, I've read the correct term is Isu Waifu. Okay. Oh, I'm um, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I did look it up. Well, so wait, did you say um, Bloodshot came out last weekend or came out this week? It came out last night. Technically, okay. it came out last night. Because so, so I could have it last one, night. So far, it's made one point five million dollars worldwide. <laughs> I mean, I mean, who's shocked? And I'm, I'm rounding up. Well, that's some of that, and I, I'm being 100% honest here. Some of that mm-hmm. is probably also because of oh, yeah. fear. Oh, yeah. it is a, it is a oh, lot yeah. of that. And also, I haven't seen a trailer for it on regular TV. Period. Yeah. I, yeah, I've only ever seen the trailer in like YouTube videos. On like, people's Facebooks. I, yeah. Well, I'm not going to go into any conspiracy theories right now, but I think somebody has it out for Vin Diesel. I don't know who, uh, but they're trying to God. suppress uh, they're trying to suppress him and his uh, and his dancing ability, and I will not stand uh, for it. I would say it's um, food because he's eating it all. <laughs> yes, probably. Um, yeah, it's, Han- it's Hans' revenge. 
Exactly. That's what it is. Him and his uh, sentient uh, Corona bottle. You motherfucker! Um, you let the man who murdered me hold your child. Uh, <laughs> and get and get a spinoff film. Yeah, <laughs> with The Rock, a spinoff franchise. I haven't seen it, but there was a Black Widow trailer, so like, I oh, I saw it. It looks awesome. Yeah, um, it does. Yeah, it, it looks yeah. it. It looks like they're just like Winter Soldier Part. It two. is Winter Soldier Two Point Oh. Yeah, I yeah. still am not a huge fan of the mask ski goggles thing with Taskmaster. Yeah, it, it is what it is. Though. I'm sorry, when, but when he popped Black Panther claws and drop kicked David Harbor, I was like, mm-hmm. "This looks fucking awesome!" Oh yeah, when he has like a bow and the shield, and I'm like, "Oh shit, that works." Could one of you uh, steer me in the right direction? What is the time frame on this movie? Like, it's after, after Civil War, Civil War before Infinity War. Okay, because somebody was trying to tell me in another movie group I was in that uh, that it takes place in the five year period. No, no, Infinity it's, War yeah. and, it's not. Okay. That was a rumor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's it's basically to set up that what's her name is taking over as the new Black Widow, her sister. Yeah. 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 Which I'm all for. Because what's her name? Rachel Weiss is playing their mom, mm-hmm. who's yeah. the same age as Scarlett Johansson. She's oh. playing their genetic mom, or is she just playing their handler? They refer to her as mom in the trailer. Yeah, that's no. I'm I'm pretty sure they're trying to say that's their real mom. Which oh. that's got to be that's got to be a kick in the dick for Rachel Weisz. Rachel Weisz is. <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, I'm uh, that she gets that to be in a Marvel movie. Right. I feel like she must be their like their Black Widow mom, like their. Oh, she's yeah. she's 15 years older than Scarlett Johansson. Right, like <laughs> I know the I know the older woman is supposed to be the one who trains them all, but like. I could see her being their handler, basically. Well, also, like, weren't the widows? They were all they were all sterilized, weren't they? So, I mean, y- yes, yeah. So, if she's a widow. She can't have had. Them. She, but had, she might have been before they sterilized them. Yeah, or there could have been some fuckery that she was pregnant when she I mean, went in, maybe, and they. Okay, so her name. They don't have none of them have the same last name. No. So it's Natasha no. Romanov because Yelena they're all Belova. they're all supposed to be they're all supposed to be orphans. That's the yeah. point of. Rachel Weiss's character is Milena Vostikov. And, and I, I know we all have things like this with, where the comics and the movies blend and we have what we think it should be based off the comics, but they seem to be sticking pretty close to the comics and how they've established Black Widow's origins, yeah. at yeah. least in recent years with the Noto run and the um, Samney run, I think. Well, also, um, they, they kind of expanded on it. I know no one really watched the show, but in the first season of Agent Carter, one of the yes, characters is another like person from that program. Oh, well, she's like a proto Black Widow. She's like yes. one of the first, one of the first generation Black yes. Widows. And we're supposed uh, to understand that she is the older woman who is talking to uh, Natasha in Ultron Dream Sequence. Yeah, um, I believe so. Yes. So. Like, I would believe again that Weiss is like the older agent who was in charge of her and uh, Florence Pugh when they were yeah. first starting out. Because yeah, um, the, the scene that like it, it's, it's the four of them with David Harbour sitting, and he like, like uh, Scarlett Johansson says something, and Harbour's like, "Don't talk to your mother like that." And that's where it's like confusing, right. like this little family. <laughs> so I'm guessing was he also part of that program? He, I, I think he was just. My guess is that they were a sleeper cell, that they were undercover. Um, 
for some uh, like the Americans kind of. Yeah, hmm. that that would be my guess. And uh, I don't know, yeah, because it seems like she when she escaped, she left the younger one there. Is yeah. What it seems. Yeah. Well, she. We know that it was Hawkeye that brought her in. Yeah. Um. So I would assume that it was just she left, and Florence Pugh was she yeah. stuck behind for whatever. I would um, be. I really hope they don't push this back because it's May first, and that's kind of close to I think. I think we know. we'll know. We'll know by April first if they're gonna push yeah. this one. I know. Yeah. I think um, it was Ryan was brought up yesterday. Like, wouldn't it be if they did move it to just put it like the either the same weekend or the weekend before Winter Soldier? Hawk, uh, Falcon comes out. That would actually be yeah. a really smart. And move. like, yeah, yeah, to kind of tie them together better. It's like, yeah, all right, if they push sense. it back, it's just I don't want to wait that long for this movie. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, yeah. But here's the thing: we're in this period where like I'm kind of numb from not having Marvel stuff. Where it's so waiting a couple months extra is not going to be that big of a deal. Yeah, um, we don't we don't have the uh, the burden of anticipation. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've come off the Marvel high that I had from that I had from Endgame. Well, I think um, everyone was. I think this is like Spider Man was right after that, and then like it's been kind of quiet, and then you know, you know, yes. this is finally coming around, and like this looks so goddamn good. Um, oh, I didn't realize this is who Taskmasters. He's in the show I stopped watching. Uh, what's her name from Invisible Man? Is it on Hulu? Uh, Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, it's the guy who plays her husband. I guess he's Taskmaster. Uh, Which, uh, you mean the black her actual guy. husband? Okay. Yes. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Huh. Yeah. Um, but um, no, this looks so fan- This looks fantastic. So it's it, I kind of have uh, a lot of anticipation for it. But yeah. uh, I'm not like, again, like Endgame yeah. was so fucking good. I'm not like, give it to me now. It's more, yeah, and it's, it's Marvel stuff. Like, I'm going to be there. I'm my going. Thing, yeah. My thing with this is that it. I'm not sure like I'm excited to see it don't get me wrong because of the uh, the uh, content and just premise of it but part of me is like well it doesn't seem like it's going to be setting up what they're going to be doing with these new phases that's the nerdy part of me and that's that's where I'm kind of like uh, I think except for the fact that it's going to introduce the other Black Black Widow Widow, and I think it's also going to introduce the idea that other countries were trying to make super soldiers yeah yeah, yeah, I yeah, get that. Yeah, yeah. But I, I feel like we're not. If, I, if they were, if, if Kevin Feige was allowed to make it five years ago, yeah, yeah exactly. right. Which I now also, he's got like the godhead of Marvel. Yeah, I also feel like we're not going to get an idea of where they're really going until Eternals comes out. Yeah, which that's, that's supposed uh, to be in late yeah. November, something like that. Well, it's interesting because they've said it before Infinity War. They can. They're both hampered but they can also they can sort of set certain things up in motion and sort of establish them as being long standing like if we got a tease for mutants during yeah. this movie it's not going to help my overall problem of where have they been all this time yeah but for a lot of other people for which that's not as big of a problem it will help if they were to set them in the yeah, see i I could see them doing something more like Fantastic Four in the post credits. Well, like that was one them. of the things with like the weird rumors with New Mutants, where they're like, "Oh, the way that trailer goes, it's like it kind of could be a backdoor way." They're like, "Oh, the government's mm-hmm. just like finding them and then cordoning them off." Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. 
I did want to say that this. I want to say the guy's name so I don't just refer to him as black guy. Uh, <laughs> Ot Fagabinelli. That's racist. Um, he played um, Calico <laughs> Jack in Assassin's Creed Four, which I did not know. Okay. Huh. I don't remember who that is. Huh. Yeah, I don't either. Um, um, but yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I guess with that we could probably wrap it up. I don't think there's anything else. Yes, we can. Get on. So I can't think of anything. So. Um, so yeah. I've uh, I've been muddling through as your uh, host slash anchor for this episode. I'm Eric Fedorchek. You can find me at Eric underscore Fedor on Instagram. There's pictures of dogs and cats and food and comics. Uh, there's also some pictures of my now healed fractured foot. Um, the, you can also find me floating around the Phantom Zone. Um, mm-hmm. Just doing my thing on the Phantom Zone. You know, please come join. Yeah. Join us. Be one of us be one mm-hmm. the collective um you can also find me paying my allegiance to gamblor the giant sentient uh <laughs> slot machine that rules all of las vegas <laughs> and also i'd like to tell you all about how you have the government tracking devices in you <laughs> they were putting you when you had your polio vaccine. jesse you don't scare me i saw a thing the other day about how arnold embarrasses you during predator so <laughs> i'm ashamed of my <laughs> <laughs> and your arms, your arms were three inches smaller. <laughs> I didn't get to lock arms with that large black man who I can't remember the name of right now. <laughs> but he was probably a reptilian. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it for me. Yeah. Um, I'm Connor McGraw. We got a new episode of Movie Dumpster coming out soon, where we watched uh, a very unlucky Leprechaun with Warwick Davis and. Um, it's batshit insane and has basically the same plot as a Leprechaun movie, which also has Warwick Davis, including uh, mm-hmm. similar sets, motifs, uh, plot devices, uh, and other stuff. And it's really fucking bizarre. And it has an ending that is completely off the fucking rails. <laughs> um, poor, it's probably my tiny man. favorite episode we've done in a long time, so I'm really excited for it to come out. So that should be out next week. Nice. Nice. Nice uh yeah lost harrow podcast um we've been back for a little while we have a couple episodes that are already out uh we were off this last sunday we should be coming back this sunday with two episodes on akira kurosawa um so uh go go give those a listen um and uh here are i'm sure completely original thoughts on uh three uh classics of uh japanese cinema uh so yeah um go go check that out when that when that hits um should be around the time that i get this up or maybe not who knows (laughs) consistency yep um and my name's not lou gonzalez it's hunter davenport and you can follow me at young underscore commie and um just wanted you to know you can tag me in all your posts uh how, right. how, how much you hate rebecca black make sure to tag me and her <laughs> in it um because i'm really not a fan i think she's overrated and she's pretty ugly you were also encouraged yeah. you to write slanderous tweets towards anyone who's written moon knight books yes uh, uh, moon knight I, godzilla and I if you have... oh go ahead go ahead good. no my joke was too mean and i'm not going through <laughs> not too oh, i'll tell oh, well, you guys what it was after i do have um, a a special missive from hunter um he originally had written three but he's going to do something about that later um he did want to let you know leonardo yes you leonardo (laughs) you can suck it moon knight rules (laughs) yes 
<laughs> yeah, my Twitter is also at Hunty is dead. Again, tag me in post for about uh, Rebecca Black. She's the worst. God damn. It. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. Well, I think oh, that's it, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's everyone. Um, bye. Good night, folks. Bye. Good see everybody. Good morning. Whatever time it is where you listen to this. Okay. Hashtag not America's boyfriend. Wash your hands. Don't go out.